0: Hello listeners, welcome to my show. My name is Katie and this is Chioma. Chioma, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing good. How about you?
0: Pretty alright. So unfortunately, Anthony couldn't make it to our podcast today. I hope he gets well.
1: I hope he does too.
0: So since we're on the topic of U.S. government, what's your favorite amendment?
1: My favorite amendment would have to be the 14th one.
0: And why is that?
1: I like the 14th Amendment because it makes sure that the states follow the Bill of Rights.
0: Isn't that selective incorporation?
1: I think so, yeah. It is selective incorporation, actually. And that's a constitutional doctrine that ensures states cannot enact laws that take away the constitutional rights of American citizens that are enshrined In the Bills of Rights. So, as we're talking about selective incorporation, I think a case that ties into it, and this is one of my favorites, is Barron versus Baltimore. So, what happened was in 1833, John Barron filed a case versus Baltimore because the city had ruined his busy wharf and dock area. What the city of Baltimore did was they deposited around the wharf area sand and dirt, So ships and boats were not able to dock around the wharf because of how shallow the waters were. So the state court had said that Baltimore unconstitutionally deprived John Barrett of his property, so they therefore rewarded him with 4500 for all of the damages. However, later on, an appellate court reversed the situation. The Supreme Court, and this decision was, I believe, under Chief Justice John Marshall, ruled that Barron had no claim against Baltimore because the bills of rights did not apply to the states. And it was around this time they didn't believe in selective incorporation.
0: It's interesting that they didn't believe in selective incorporation because... In the case Gitlow versus New York in 1925, um, selective incorporation, they ruled with that. So what happened was that Gitlow was a socialist and he was making a speech about overthrowing the government and he was later arrested. And then he stated that the New York was restricting him from freedom of speech. And then the New York argued that the first amendment was only enforced by the federal government and not the state or the local government. So, at the end of the day, the Supreme Court ruled with Gitlow. So, why do you think that they ruled with Gitlow and not with Barron in his case?
1: Um, that's a very good question. Well, I think I think it's because of the time periods so or like when each court case was. You said Gitlow versus New York was in 1925, and I said Barron versus Baltimore was in 1833, so that's almost a whole century apart, and the 14th Amendment was created in 1868, which happened after the Barron versus Baltimore case, so Barron's case did not have the 14th Amendment to lean on which was why they ruled against him. However, for Gitlow versus New York, that was created, or that case happened after the 14th Amendment was created. Therefore, when ruling for Gitlow, they had the 14th Amendment to lean on, which was why they ruled for Gitlow, and that is the reason why they ruled against Barron.
0: That's a really good explanation. So wasn't there another case that had to deal with Selective Incorporation. What was it? McDonald versus Chicago? What is that about?
1: Yeah, it was McDonald versus Chicago. And it was in 1982. Chicago law had generally banned the new registration of handguns and made registration a prerequisite of possession for a firearm. So McDonald filed a suit against U.S. district courts. And the Supreme Court ruled 5 to 4 that citizens were guaranteed to have the right to bear arms under the 14th Amendment. And this ruling was in actually 2008.
0: I can see why the 14th Amendment is <clears throat> your favorite. It protects the rights of the citizens.
1: And it also ensures that the states follow the Bill of Rights. So, yeah. Um, I actually want to talk about McDonald versus Chicago and Gitlow versus New York. They're very similar. Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yes, I agree. So, so Gitlow versus New York, that amendment, it was the First Amendment and they were fighting about the First Amendment. And then the McDonald one, they were talking about the Second Amendment. So, do you feel that if there wasn't a Fourteenth Amendment, they would have won their cases.
1: Um, that's a good question. I feel like I feel like they would win their cases because even though there was like if even though there wasn't or if there were not a Fourteenth Amendment, they were fighting for another amendment. I mean.
0: But they ruled against um, Barron in the first case.
1: That's true. That's true. So, it's a very good question. <laughs> I think, at the end of the day, it also depends on who's on the Supreme Court, at what time. Are you right? What they believe in. Because, John Marshall was on the a court case for Barron versus Baltimore and he believed that the states did not have to follow the Bills of Rights. Whereas whoever was on the 1925 case with Gitlow versus New York and the 2008 case with McDonald versus Chicago, they possibly could have believed something different. So I really think it depends on who's on which case and what they believe in.
0: Looks like we're out of time for today. Thank you for coming to my show. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you, listeners. You guys have a good day.